Great job, man. Justin's a stud, man. He's going to do great things in this sport. How comfortable are you still? Did you know that you were kind of upset at the referee? Was that just a bit initial confusion? Initial confusion? We knew exactly where we were, huh, Bubba? Uh, man, I'm not making any excuses. The ref clearly thought I couldn't continue myself, at least, for, you know, so way this game is. Sometimes you get the ref that let you get pounded in, sometimes you get the one that won't. I got the one that wouldn't, so maybe it's uh, better for the longevity of me and my boy here. You know, maybe he didn't beat me retarded, so that's good. Um, you know, guys, this sport's so fun. I love it with everything in me, like walking out and, oh, sorry guys. And enjoying the crowd and enjoying everything to me is so amazing. And I was telling my corners and my family, y'all don't get to put your head down. You know, you don't get to walk around and mope. Of course someone's going to win and someone's going to lose, you know. And um, so I'm going to teach this boy. I'm going to say if he lose something, you get 24 hours. Keep your head down. But then tomorrow when you wake up, boy, you better be smiling, ready to move on because we ain't tolerating that bullshit. So uh, I'm going to keep little, uh, I wish I should have, should have, could have, would have tonight. Then tomorrow I'm going to get up and get on the airplane and uh, call Dan and say, hey, man, what's next? And they're going to say, well, you just got knocked out. Uh, I think you have a medical suspension. And I'm going to say, yeah, but after that, what can we do? Um... Oh, he's not having this, huh? Yeah, you better be careful. You might end up with a broadcast career. <laughs> <laughs> would you still, uh, still have to fight in December? I would love to fight in December, man. I really would. I'd love to fight next weekend, you know? But I don't know how long the suspension I got. Probably, who knows? I don't know what getting your ass knocked out in 30 seconds looks like on the papers of suspension, but I think it's pretty long, 90 days or something, 60 days. 60, yeah, so, hey, only two months. I could probably make it still, right? Squeeze in there in December, maybe. Cowboy, if you fight in December, that'll be fight number 34 for you in your UFC career. If you fight again for the end of the year, do you, if you get close enough, would you go for 40? Do you want sort of the. Oh, I want 50. Yeah, 50 is the number I want. So I got news for my coaches and corners. There's going to be a lot more ups and downs and sideways. And it's, it's so funny because everyone, when you're winning, everyone wants to know, what, what are you doing so special that you win? And then when you lose, everyone's like, well, what didn't you do? Nothing, man. I trained hard. I trained my ass off. I'm in great shape. Five rounds could have went for sure. You know, I just just didn't work out. So um, we're going to go to the drawing board and we're really going to fix a few things. Nah. We're going to fix. Huh? I appreciate you coming back here tonight. Does having him here kind of help take a little bit of the edge off? Uh, it's just cool, man. I wish he was a little bit older. I wish I could walk out and he'd be like, fuck yeah, dad. Go, you know what I mean? Like, I kind of wish I'd get a little fist bump on him or something like Right now, he's just more entertained about this microphone and these little, you know. So, one day. One, but, the, I mean, I don't know if y'all seen this, this jersey they made for me. He's got a, a dangerous Cerrone uh, Reebok, kit. Reebok kit with the little fresh Reebok shoes. So, pretty cool, man. 
Uh, yeah, those and I'm sure you go on UFC.com, and if you want them, they'll sell them. I'm sure. It's uh, it's gonna be gonna be probably 100 pounds, huh? Get you in the 100 pound weight class in about 15 years. What do you think? Uh, the Canadian crowd was definitely behind you tonight. Uh, what do you think about that connection? Man, it um, sorry guys, it's uh, like I said, I've I've done this a long time and. It's really cool, it's like a different kind of feeling when you walk out and everyone's roaring your name and chanting, screaming, cowboy, cowboy. And uh, I hope they continue to do that because I'm going to keep fighting until they stop. Um, yes, yeah, like fighting at home here in Canada. It's cool other than the taxes you guys take, that kind of sucks. But other than that, um, it's pretty cool. I guess pay them now, pay them later, same pay. A couple here, Donald. Sure. Uh, first, you and Justin had a really sweet moment post-fight. I think that's going to go down in history. Uh, obviously, it sucks that you lost, but is there something heartfelt in you know being able to lose to Justin, someone that you consider a friend? Yeah, I've, yeah. Two-part answer to that. Yes, I mean, if, if <laughs> I guess if you're going to pass the torch, it's cool to pass it to someone that you knew and kind of trained with growing up, you know. Um, but. On the second half, of that, I don't feel like I'm passing the torch yet. I feel like, you know, I just, um, but yeah, I just, I wish more people in the sport was friendly and do it for all the right reasons. You know what I mean? Remember my dad used to tell me when I was a kid, cowboy, when I used to get in fights and if only you use your powers for good instead of evil, you could really do something with your life, you know? And I'm like, ah, oh, man. So now I try, here I am trying to preach the good word to people. Obviously, a lot of fighters, they get in this, they want a world championship, they want money. But I've talked to a number of fighters who said, if I have a career, a legacy like Donald Cowboy Cerrone, that's all I'm really looking for. How does that make you feel? That's really cool, man. I, I see people trying to fight a lot and, and trying to be like, man, we're trying to be do it like you are. And it's cool to have that legacy that people want to adapt and, and do after. I'm, I'm stoked, man. Like I said, I love this sport. There's not anywhere else I'd rather have been in there tonight, you know? Sometimes it's hard to get going and, like, you got to, Tricked little things in your mind, get you fired up, but uh, dude, it's so it's such a fun, fun sport, and uh, I love every minute of it. You mentioned before the fight potentially going back up to welterweight. Is is that something you're looking at? Or well, no, not anymore. I mean, that was only when I was getting in line for the title. Now I got my ass whipped. I gotta, I think, take the, the tumble down the hill a little bit. I don't know where this puts me, but uh, then I'm sure someone, someone down there, round. 12 or up will be like, hey, we'll fight Cowboy. He's on a two-fight losing streak. And I'll be like, god damn, that doesn't sound good. So I want to take a fight and then uh, get back on track. Did, uh, a couple uh, more questions, guys. Did Justin say he wanted to smoke a blunt with you? Yeah, smoke a blunt. Um, <laughs> and I'll crack a Budweiser and we'll have a good time, won't we? Uh, yeah, he's a cool dude, man. I really love him. Cowboy, there was some uh, confusion over the stoppage. Uh, yeah, Justin thought it was too late. You thought it was a little too, at the moment. You thought it was a little too early. Uh, did you talk? But I saw you kind of patch things up with Jaron after. What you guys? What did you say to the referee? Oh no, no, I just said it's your call, man. I don't. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to sit here and make excuses. You know, it's over and done with now. So what the hell is me crying to you guys going to do? Nothing. Uh, like I said, I just going to go back, tell all my cornermen, everyone who's with me, let's go. Put your heads up. Smile. We just had fun. I get to come to work every single day and do what I love. Are you fucking kidding me? So sometimes job doesn't work out like you want it to. So here we go. We'll move on to the next one. But uh, like I said, I love this. I'm not going anywhere. This isn't a fight that I'm like, oh, I'm thinking about retirement, guys. No. Go home. I'm going to fuck. maybe work on head movement, something, whatever, whatever shot he got me with. Um, 
and I'm going to call him. I'm going to get another fight scheduled, and you're going to see me again, and we're going to be talking to the scrum again, and I'm going to be like, man, I fucking love this. There's nowhere else I'd rather Huh? Tell him. Tell him. We ain't going nowhere, huh? We still got at least five or six good ones in us. Three in a row? Holy moly. Can't talk like that in front of my boy. Um, but, yeah, when I come next fight, hopefully it's not. I don't go three in a row again. That's really hurts the bank account. And at the rate I spend my money, I need those wins just to sustain life, guys. Huh? Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the belt. It's going to happen, you know? Um, I guess I just slid down the ring a little bit, but I'm going to come back. I'm going to train hard, and I'm going to get it, man. It's the last thing I got to do with my legacy. The guy talked to me next to you talked about my legacy and people trying to mimic it. Well, you can have the greatest legacy ever in the world, and if I don't have a belt, man, it's just I just fall a little bit short. So just, you know, now me reflecting on everything, that's the one thing I want. You know, I don't care about people think you deserve this. You're the people's champ. Like, man, you know. To have a run like I had and not end up short with that, I mean, that'll... And then on the flip side of that, if everyone said, you try so hard and you make it, you never get it. Is it going to crush you? Nah, man, I tried. It's something I could teach my boy, man. I tried. Hey, I gave it hell, B. You know, and... Uh, see, man, thank you guys for taking the time. Um, yeah, that's our cue. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations on the victory. You're the first one to bring Nikita to a decision. Uh, how tough was he as an opponent? Hey man, he's, he, the guy was tough, man. It was like, uh, I was very surprised how he got out of the, the submission. They got, like, I got him in, you know, I, I, you know, I got his back over there and I got him in a, in a tight guillotine and I, I, heard, I heard his arm pop. I gotta ask him, I heard his arm pop when I got in the arm bar and I, I, I felt the arm pop, you know. And uh, he keep fighting, he keep fighting. He got out of some crazy submission. I'm very impressed, very impressed, very surprised, to be honest. We seemed like you were getting a little bit frustrated with him kind of backing off whenever you would land a good shot. Uh, what was that frustration? I know he was moving. He was moving a lot, trying to come in, but like, uh, way, you know, too much moving. And uh, the previous fight that I see him, he usually come forward and come uh, up to fight. And, uh, you know, those guys are, Tried to move too much, but I was I was throwing some shots that uh, you know I agreed that he was moving, but like I was like, hey man, it's getting here, let's uh, let's fight, stop moving around because he was moving around and touch me, you know, touch my leg and then and throw punches, but it wasn't like really hurt me and moving, moving, moving was like, it's getting the meter to act a gun and and, and fight. It was a split decision uh, when you heard the judges award him, one of the judges award him the fight. How worried were you? You know, man, it's not in my control. You know, my job is to go over there and uh, do what I do. You know, throw the punches. Every punch I throw, I mean, I meant to, to knock people out. You know, my submissions is there. You know, like I said, I went for the arm bar, felt the arm pop. I felt the guillotine is snoring in a guillotine. You know, and um, you know, I try to finish the fight. You know, I'm going over there every time, and. Uh, no regret. I went over there and I tried to do what I what I do, you know, to finish the fight and take him out of there. It, uh, being a judge's decision, this is what happens, you know. To be honest, I didn't, I didn't. I mean, he got cut a little bit over here. It was in, he was in the bottom and elbowed me, but like, uh, how was that? You know, I don't really care. To be honest, I was like, hey, it is what it is, you know. You let you live in a judge's decision. 
who knows what's going to happen. You fought a lot of the big names in the division. Who's who's next for you? Who are you looking to fight? Is there anyone that, that's on your mind? Uh, right now, man, I just uh, want to go home and, uh, you know, I'm going to say like like Khabib, you know. I'm going to make, uh, gonna, I'm going to eat a big cheeseburger and a steak and uh, I see what's going on, you know, see what the, the I mean, I'm not choose opponent. Uh, I like to fight top five in the, in the weight class, you know, and um, to, to get myself in there and uh, line up for the title, you know. They give me, give me uh, uh, fights, um, you know, nothing to take from those guys. Those guys are tough as, as now, you know, the, you know, like this kid is, is tough. He's 27 years old. He's, uh, he's getting better and better. And, but, like, I like to fight top five, yeah. What about timing? This is the first time you got three wins in 2019, and I don't think you've had four fights in a calendar year since maybe before the UFC. Do you want to fight one more maybe at the end of this year? Uh, who knows? You know, let's see. Like I say, let me go home. Let me, uh, let me rest up. Let me, uh, let me get that steak. And uh, who knows, man? I'm not, you know, I feel a little bruised right now. Nothing crazy, you know, but hey, it's possible, right? It's a possibility that I get another fight. That'd be great. Oh, Glover, you've never been submitted, but uh, he, he had to get some, some hairy moments there. It's a good choke in there. Was there any thought to like, man, this could be it? Maybe, maybe this is the day that I tap out for once. Yeah, well, to be, uh, I, um, I got his leg. I see his arm is sinking in and in the, in the, in, in the choke, and uh, and uh, was a moment there that I didn't believe that he was like was my mistake, you know. And then he he got a quick slide down, sweaty, and he almost got it there, you know. But like, uh, hey. Uh, training jiu-jitsu. I've been in a situation a bunch of times. You know, Kai Magalhães is one of my jiu-jitsu guy that he is legit. He's one of the top uh, black belt. I train with that guy all the time and uh, been in a situation a bunch of times, man. Uh, you know, it wasn't like a, it was a tight position. You cannot, you know, pay the price to see, but like uh, I, was, I was not worried about it too much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right, nice. Thank you. Question for one thought. So attendance tonight, <laughs> Mr. Bond, uh, fifteen thousand one hundred and fourteen. The gate was one point seven eight million Canadian or one point three four USD. The uh, performance bonuses go to Gaethje and Misha Serkinov. And the uh, fight of the night goes to Connolly and Pereira. And with uh, Pereira missing weight, Connolly doubles up on the, uh, on the bonus. Uh, and then 50-50, we had a UFC record for 50-50, which is pretty impressive. 50-50 uh, to 95,490. So half goes to the winner and half goes to the uh, Canucks for Kids Fund, which supports three different charities locally here in the US. Uh, Mike, what do you got? I was just wanted to know what you thought of the stoppage in the main event. Uh, Justin seemed pretty upset about that. Yeah, Justin seemed upset. Um, Cowboy seemed upset. Um, it was one of those situations where, you know, I think uh, Jaron uh, probably gave Cowboy, given you know his experience and expertise, and how long he's been fighting, a um, bit of benefit of the doubt. Um, probably could have got stopped, maybe a punch earlier. Um, so did the right thing in the end. I mean, you know, maybe it was, could have been stopped a punch earlier, but, you know, sometimes you've got to give some guys a bit more leeway to see if they can recover or whatever else. But I think from my position, um, it might have been a tad too late. What do you about the guy who uh, makes fights or anything? Yeah. But does Justin's case for getting the title shot after this seem illogical to you? Yeah, I mean, it's still pretty busy. It yeah. seemed like that the division. And uh, there are a bunch of, of factors that, you know, could occur 
with um, you know with Ferguson with Khabib. I mean, nothing's you know even planned yet. So, you know, I, what he's had three first round knockouts in his last three fights, and you know his performances are always highlight worthy. Um, he might have seven performance bonuses now in six fights or something, maybe. Yeah, Some, something pretty close to that because I think he doubled up yeah, at one one fight as well. So, I mean, he's he's all he's right in the hunt, uh, but but who knows what can happen. What are your thoughts about fighters sort of uh, arguing with the referee during the fight? Because sometimes it often leads to more confusion. Um, I mean, it's well within the rights to argue with the referee. I mean, my opinion is referees there. Not my opinion. I mean, the rules. Referees there to protect the athlete. Um, and so the arguing is going to happen. That's always going to be part of it. It's, it's part of sports. It's part of our sport. That's for sure. Um, they're fine to do it. I don't think it necessarily led to you know confusion so much as it just led to you know people having to pay attention to what was what was happening. And um, in the end, I think the right call was made. You know, on the on the eye poke on that situation. I mean, that was an accidental eye poke. I think the one thing that probably could have changed was, you know, he gave him time, which was fine. And perhaps the doctor could have been called in slightly earlier. Um, I think there was n not confusion, but there was a little time there where, you know, he's the, the ref, I forget his name, he was checking out uh, Duffy's eye. Uh, Duffy made some comments, and then at that point you got to call the, the ref in to check the eye out, but maybe the, sorry, the doctor in to check the eye out, and that could have happened slightly earlier as well. Tristan Connolly had one of the biggest moments on this card. I mean, he was brought in, Apple weight class, yeah. not many were picking him to win. Uh, do you look at that and say, we got to book him on the next Canada card just to ride this momentum, because this was unexpected? Yeah, I mean, that was... You know, other than other than the, the main event, that was definitely the sort of crescendo of of the evening. Um, place was going bananas. It was unbelievable, and it was that David and Goliath story, like he predicted in his text a few weeks ago when he was kind of uh, calling out for the fight. Um, do you book him on the next Canadian event? We're not sure when the next Canadian event is. I mean, we mentioned this earlier this week. We're going to have three next year. Uh, we'd like to have one earlier in the year because it's nice to just have them spaced out. Um, but you know, given his performance. Dana might want to put him in earlier than that. So will he be on the next Canadian card? There's probably a pretty good chance. Um, but depending on when that is, there might be an opportunity for him to fight earlier. And, and you sort of read out the figures for, for Vancouver. I mean, clearly there's an appetite here for MMA. Uh, you know, the ticket sales were good. Um, do you look at that and say, you know, this is a place we have to go more often? Because I think it was a couple of years since the last time we were here. Yeah, I mean, we sold, uh, we sold more tickets for this event tonight than any other Vancouver event except for 115, which was Liddell Franklin. It was the first event here. It was 2010. Um, so we're really, really pleased with the number of ticket sales. We were, we were very, very close to a sellout. Uh, one of the biggest gates we've had other than that first event. Um, so yeah, we're, we're pretty pumped about it. And you know, Vancouver's always on the radar and it'll continue to be. I know there was uh, that kind of joke going that Max Holloway might be the biggest Canadian star. Do you kind of throw a cowboy in there now with the connection that he's made with this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, two fights in Canada in six months. Um, it's awesome, plus a couple others in previous years, including that Matt Brown head kick in Toronto a few years ago. So, yeah, I mean, he connects well. I think his sensibility connects well with Canadians. You know, every single highlight reel or montage we had with him was him, you know, on a, on a jet ski, you know, mountain biking, doing a whole bunch of extreme sports. And I think that just connects well with a lot of the people across the country as, as well. So, yeah, absolutely. He's, he's definitely in that camp. It seems like there's been a renewed focus, I could be wrong, on not just promoting the champions, but promoting other characters who are in the top of the division. Has that been a focus for UFC marketing? Yeah, I mean, are you talking about from well, an, on an event-by-event -event basis? That, yeah, you know, Cowboys, in some ways, Cowboy without a championship, he's still going to go down in history as one of the biggest stars for sports. Just yeah. Because of his personality and you guys are putting him on these Canada cards where he's getting a big reaction. 
is there more time being invested into building stars that aren't necessarily champions? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think there's more, more time, more investment, more resources, more people around the Endeavor family that are, you know, focused on, on building guys and girls that, you know, as you say, aren't necessarily champions. But we want, we want to make sure that the, the pathway is clear. So once you become a champion, people know who you are, right? There's a long building, long cycle. But the other thing is there's only so many belts, right? So not everyone's going to be a champion. And it behooves us to make sure that we're promoting everyone um, across any nationality, any gender, any culture, any language to make sure that, you know, people's profiles, fighters' profiles are as, as big as possible. So, yeah, I, I mean, it's not necessarily renewed. I think it just keeps ramping up. Um, and because of, you know, the Endeavor acquisition, we've got the ability to take some of our athletes and get them into movies and they're doing books and in commercials and all these types of things. And I don't think we've ever been in a place that we're in right now um, in terms of, you know, the support we can give to our athletes. How has that relationship with the entertainment industry been? Because like you said, you know, we're seeing Tyron Woodley on TMZ. We have fighters training with actors um, at the, I think, Limitless Gym mm -hmm. in California. What's that part of it been like? Yeah, it's great. I mean, that keeps that keeps rising as well. I mean, that's a, a pretty obvious statement with the connection to Hollywood and the, the talent business that Ari and Mark uh, manage. I mean, the opportunities are, are endless for the fighters, and um, anything to get the you know the name out there, get get athletes in in the mainstream focus is, is important to us. Uh, presidential candidate Andrew Yang just posted, "Give Justin Gaethje Khabib." Is there <laughs> any way to leverage that? Give Justin Gaethje Khabib. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's nice of him to say, and he's got obviously got a, a huge platform. And whether I'm not sure if Gaethje's in the Yang Gang or not, but um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's, what do I say? It's great. Uh, is that going to influence the decision? I don't think so. Uh, David, uh, we're talking about marketing. Uh, given how Tristan his debut, uh, Misha having a you know a very rare submission, kind of getting back on track, is yeah. it hard not to kind of think about again that next great Canadian star? Could it be one of these guys? Is it hard not to look ahead to that? Yeah, I mean, like with Tristan Connolly, the best thing about him was he was just like so, he was so Canadian. Like he, he stood in there, he was, he was hard. Like he, he seems like he's like five of my buddies, right? Like he's the guy that I think can, can click well with a lot of people across the country. And I think the way he fought, his game plan was executed perfectly. You know, he didn't get overzealous. He didn't get sort of, you know, rattled by Perea's of tactics. Um, he remained pretty calm, and then, you know, when time was right, took him down. Some ground and pound in that third round sort of sealed it. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun working with him in the next little while. I know you said uh, it's too soon to talk about the Canadian dates, where, when. What about internationally in general? Are there any new territories you're looking to expand into, say, Q1, Q2, 2020? Yeah, I mean, territories are probably going to remain largely similar to this year. I mean, we'll, we'll be out and have, we'll have a couple events in Russia. We'll be back in Abu Dhabi. We'll have a few in Asia, probably three or four in Asia, two in Australia, three in Brazil, a couple Latam, and then, say, four or five others through, through EMEA or through Europe. Um, so whether there's, we've got a couple new countries on our list. Um, nothing to report now, but I think if you're trying to figure out the international distribution where events are going to fall, it's going to be pretty similar to this year. Um, though, as we talked about earlier in the week with the Performance Institute in Shanghai, um, you know, we're hopeful to introduce some new concepts for the region there. Uh, David, I'm going to put you on the spot. If you could yeah. snap your fingers and put a, a, an event in any Canadian city that hasn't had a UFC event before, what city would it be? That hasn't had one? Has not had one. I mean, we, we always talk about the power, um, y you know, and, and the importance that London, Ontario made to Canadian MMA, and so that's always been on the list, and Windsor has too, because I think in southern 
southwest, south, southwestern Ontario, sorry, um, there just seems to be a, um, a plethora of, of good MMA talent. Um, you know, it goes back to one of those things we were talking about earlier in the week, which is do we go to London and then not go to Toronto? Like, does that make sense for, for our business? Uh, safe to say, when we go to Toronto, um, a significant amount of tickets are sold um, sold there as well. I don't know. I mean, listen, we loved going to Moncton earlier, a year ago. You know, Halifax we've been to a couple times. I think getting out to Atlantic Canada again could be great. Um, we've never been to Regina, you know, and so there's, there's thoughts about getting to Saskatchewan at some point as well. So who knows? There's still some decisions to be made. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks for your support this week. but I feel like things are going to be a little different starting tomorrow. You called this fight to a team in the pre-fight interview. You said that the later the fight went, you, know, you could take advantage of that. Um, did you surprise yourself? I know it's one thing to say it, but to you know, actually see it come to fruition. Um, what was your you know, reaction to getting the Well, yeah, of course, you're always a little surprised. I mean, it's a fight, but I felt as confident as I could. Uh, and, uh, yeah, as soon as I got hit me with one or two punches, I was like, oh, okay not going to hurt me. I just come forward and do what I do and I went to work and here we are. Did the confidence level go up in this way yesterday? Only this way you heard this time. Yeah, it definitely did because to, to me, you make weight and if you don't, it shows me. And that's what I saw. You went to put on a show in the cage and we saw that kind of doing a lot of that. Did that bother you to a certain degree, like disrespecting him? No, absolutely not. I mean, He's here in the UFC because this is what's got him here, right? Like he, it's a fight. However you want to fight, if it can win you the fight, then that's not disrespectful. That's that's doing your job. And he he did his job. I did mine, and I was the guy that came out on top. Do you have to be careful not to get caught, kind of watching him, watching what he's going to do next? Definitely. Yeah, you gotta. You can't stop against him, and you can't back up against him. He, he like I. Those are two things I knew. I knew that he like. I've been training with Capoeira guys for a long time, and they're all like, "Man, you just don't." Like what he's trying to do is get you to freeze so he can hit you, and uh, so uh, like I just knew I had to be in his face, in his face. I was a little worried about uh, you know the size initially and his early power, but he hit me with a, a clean punch in the first round. I was like, yeah. and I, when I grabbed my arms around him, he didn't feel much, all that much stronger, and I was like, okay, I can do this. I'm gonna keep coming forward, and uh, my confidence raised the longer the fight went. Are we the see you're done, you're done with welterweight. The, uh, the short notice nature of the. Uh, Fight. obviously not easy to come in on such short notice, but was it almost a blessing in a way? You could put everything behind you, not have to worry about the fight week or any of the hoopla and just go? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm always ready. I'm always in shape. Like, my full-time thing is I, I, I train three times a day and I teach classes. That's all I do. So uh, I eat, breathe, and just live this sport. So I'm always ready. I, and I was actually, I knew UFC was coming. I was planning on cutting to lightweight. Like, I was still dieting and cutting to lightweight. And even when I found out a welterweight was out on Saturday, I didn't find out until Monday night, so I had to keep dieting to be ready for lightweight in case I didn't get the welterweight shot. So I, I, I'm actually lighter tonight than I am usually when I fight at lightweight, so I, you know, I didn't put a whole lot back on. Monday night, I'm sorry, you found out you were going to fight? Yeah. Does it feel like a bit of a Cinderella thing? Like uh, well, a little bit. I mean, I've always, you know, I've known I've deserved to be here for a while. It's just, 
I had a rocky start to my career. Uh, you know, I, my first fight wasn't until I was 25. I think I was 29 years old, 29 years old and 5-5 five and five was my record. I, there was no reason to keep fighting under the fact that I just loved fighting. So uh, I kept doing it, and, and I just kept getting better, and now I'm here. Can you describe the energy of the hometown fans? Did that, did that Unreal. help power you through? Unreal. Unreal. Like, uh, you know, once the fight starts, I, I don't really... I'm, I'm in the moment. I'm in the fight. I, there could be one person. There could be no people. There could be, you know, 20,000 doesn't really make a difference to me. Um, but definitely walking out, seeing all the people. I see, I, I've seen faces that I know walking through all over the place. It, 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 you know, it was, it was really something special for my debut. Um, Michelle was dancing all his way to the octagon, doing this flips and stuff. <clears throat> Did you feel like you wanted to put on a show just to take over that show? Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, I knew I wasn't going to do any show like him, but, um, you know, I, I, I'm a fighter. I, I, like I said in a couple interviews beforehand, like, I, if doing backflips was what was important, I believed important in fighting, I'd be great at backflips, but I couldn't do one to save my life. I practice punching people, choking people, and kicking people, because that's what seems to work in most of the fights I watch. First UFC fight, fight of the night, what's next? Fight of the night, performance of the night at the same time. When was your last fight? When was your last fight? A uh, month and a bit ago. July, July 27th. 27th. Yeah. Yeah. Is it 155 uh, you're going to go back oh, to Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I, I, I really like the matchup as a well. It, it's crazy. Like, everyone's so much hype behind it. I'm like, I saw a lot of holes. Like, I'd be way more terrified to fight a welterweight that just was a fundamental boxer wrestler. Like, I, that would have been way harder for me to deal with, um, with the size di discrepancy. But... I, I knew the way he fought. I know I know how durable I am. And I know he's big guy cutting weight and he's flashy. I'm used to flashy guys. Like, okay, I figured this if I have to fight a welterweight, I, I think this is the one to do it. But I definitely going back to the lightweight. Like I, I don't want anything to do with the rest of the welterweights in the division. Your uh, your teammate Cole Smith lost earlier in the night. Did, did that affect you at all heading into your fight? I actually got a little bit, uh, I didn't really get to see the fight. I, uh, USADA came in right at that point. So I was spent the whole time with them. I didn't really know what happened. I heard about it, obviously a bummer, but I knew, you know what, we gotta, I just gotta not think about it right now. Uh, I got a job to do. And so, uh, you know, focused on me. And, uh, you know, I, I heard it was a real close fight. And uh, it, you know, it sucks. Cole's one of the hardest workers I know, man. And he, he's, he's a stud, he really is. So. Uh, I'm heartbroken for him, but he's gonna be back, man. The kid, the guys, no, like no one works harder than the two of us. And when are you looking to make your lightweight debut in the UFC? Have, have you thought about when you want to have your next fight? Oh, before the end of the year. Vegas, maybe. Yeah, kind Vegas. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, December. Uh, December. Yeah, that that'd probably be good. I like the sound of that. Just a few here. Um, he caught you with a body shot early in the round. Mm -hmm. how, how much that hurt you? The only that thing out. that hurt me in the fight was that body shot, and it was like, like right in the solar plexus. The only thing that's sore at all right now is is that he, it, was, it was a solid shot. Um, that, you know, it took me a few seconds to recover, but like I said, I I don't feel pain. I just come forward, so you got to put me to sleep. There is an obvious size discrepancy. Uh, how frustrating was it on the ground? Because you had a lot of nice submission attempts, and it just seemed like he could Kind of muscle his way out of him. Once I was on top of him, it was fine. Uh, but he, yeah, t it w and it wasn't even so much side. His hips are real good. Like I, I couldn't taking him down is real hard. Like I'm usually pretty good at getting in on guys, and you know he he knocked me to my knees every time I tried to shot shoot in. That's why I was like, man, I'm just gonna I'm gonna start punching him. And I made him shoot, which I didn't think he would do either. I really didn't think he was gonna shoot on me. 
Um, but, you know, once you start losing the striking and, you know, you lose your confidence, you start making desperate moves, and that's what actually gave me the fight in the end, I think. So back to work on uh, Monday? Oh, yeah. Could you have asked for a better opponent? Because obviously you've got a huge crowd reaction because you're the hometown hero here. But on top of that, he's an exciting fighter, and it just seems like everything he would do would gauge a reaction, and then everything you would do in return would gauge an even bigger reaction. Yeah, I mean, well, probably would have been good to be in my weight class. But, uh, no, he was a perfect opponent. Like I said, super exciting. He, I, he, you know, I was saying he, he likes to throw the rolling thunder, the front flip kip. It's called rolling thunder. I got to steal his thunder tonight. Uh, Tristan, how good is it going to feel to take this story and uh, maybe use it as motivation for your students or your teammates? Or I mean, going to plan to just bring this, you know, bring it up all the time now? Yeah, oh, of course. I mean, you know, I know what we've been doing here for a long time is is working, and I knew we were world class. I I got guys that for, at my gym that are absolute killers, and they you just don't know about them yet. We're we're going to be you're all going to know about them in the next couple of years. There's a few guys that are just like I mean, way better than me. Honestly, and I'm, I, I, I have my skills and my, my, my toughness, but I got a couple of guys that you're going to be blown away when you see them on the big show. Any idea what you're going to do with the money that you want tonight? Uh, not yet, not yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How do you celebrate after a win like this? I mean, this really was one of the highlights of this show, and there's a lot of big names on here. I've, you know, I'll go, I get some food, get some beer, and then get back to work Monday. I got a job to do. Uh, Tristan, if someone had told you like two weeks ago that you'd be getting a UFC win and also an extra little, you know, six-figure bonus in your pocket, what would you have told them? Uh, well, yeah, I thought there's a five percent chance that I'd get the the shot to just in the UFC, but I did not think it would get a bonus like this and the opponent that I got and the whole week. It's just been absolute chaos. Like, like I say, Monday night I found out at ten o'clock at night and just trying to, you know, catch up with everything in the UFC, get everything I have to do done. Uh, it was a whirlwind. So. Um, yeah, I mean, just top of the world. What, what is the first thing you do after you get that call on some short notice? Like, what are your first thoughts? Is it like the weight? Is it, I know you were moving up a division, but like, is it call someone and tell them about this? Or like, what do you do? Uh, well, yeah, call, call obviously, I call my wife and call my mom and let her, them know. <laughs> uh, and just get ready. Like, I mean, you, you, you don't want to let the excitement get you too much, right? Like, it, it's just a fight. I fought many times before. The only thing that's different is the crowd, the audience, right? Like I, you know, I fought been fighting tough guys for years. Uh, if you look at my my resume, like for for the regional scene, I've fought the best guys around. Like I have been for years. I haven't fought anyone with a losing record in I don't know five years. Uh, everyone's been ranked, and I've been finishing all of them. Right? Uh, this is the first decision that I have won. So I'm kind of choked that I just ruined my perfect finish streak, but you know I'll take it. You got 100 kids, yeah, it's so yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I guess I'll take it. It's just the start. We're doing something special here, and uh, I really believe that we're gonna we're gonna start to take over. David Shaw was in here uh, a few minutes ago. Uh, he mentioned the possibility of maybe they put you on a bigger card. He also said you remind him of you know any final fight. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Mines are one thousand percent. Good. Good to go. Tell me, tell me what your dream opponent is.
Uh, what's your next series? Uh, see my dog and hang out with my family for now. In the fight game. Oh, uh, life is much bigger than that. So, um, I don't know. I guess I want the, the winner of Tony and Khabib. I want to fight for the world title. I want to prove I'm the best in the world. So that's what's next. After the uh, after Yeah, I thought. I mean, I, he felt forward twice in the back. He says, "I'll only stop it if you fall forward." He fell forward twice, so I thought he should stop it. Whatever. He was doing his job. I, you know, I told him sorry. I think it's hard to argue against you getting the winner of Tony Khabib. But does the timing frustrate you any? Obviously, he just fought, so that could be a while, which means you could be waiting a while longer if you do. Yeah, I don't know. I put people around me to make those decisions. I'm, you know, a warrior. Yeah, I've, you stopped Khabib. I need. Uh, I mean, you stopped Khabib. And uh, Ferguson couldn't, so I think he should be skipped up. I'm just saying. Hey, my coach is a smart man. I've, no one's ever finished Edson or Cowboy, and I just finished both those guys, so, you know. What'd you see out there? That is that, true that Tony could not do that. Uh, what did you see out there that, you know, set up that finishing sequence, and where did you feel your performance on the scale of, you know, going a little wild and then tapering it back to what coach wanted you to do? I mean, um, I don't have any expectations. I don't have a game. I mean, coach develops a game plan, but I don't, I don't understand or know what that is. I just have really, really grown to trust my instincts. I've competed in a one-on-one setting since I was four years old. Um, when you do that, you go in there, you train your mind to, you know, to, to not be distracted by things that you cannot control. Uh, the only thing I can control in there is effort. That's the only thing right there. Um, you know, don't get hit. That's kind of in my control. You know, try to win. That's not that's not in my control. Uh, if I win or lose, uh, what's going on outside the cage? Don't win or lose, or it doesn't matter. It doesn't. You know, not something that can control what's going on. So I just go in there. You know, I didn't see anything that was. I did understand and that the the leg kicks were being very successful. I understood that my feet were really putting him off balance. He every time he set his foot, I, you know, I didn't come straight forward. I took an angle, and then he had to reset. You know, he didn't not just land one kick. He didn't throw one kick, and that was my feet. We've spoken about your new style of being a bit more reserved, a little less output. Tonight, I think it was even more less output, but better shot selection. Was any part of that due to your friendship with him, maybe being a bit more reserved? No, no. My, I've learned that I have a couple sledgehammers attached to these arms. So as long as my feet put me in position and I have a great coach that has me balanced at all points, I can throw you know, from the left side, from the right side. Um, as I'm taking angles, that's what we're working on, and that was very successful tonight. That was great tonight. You know, I'll give myself that. You mentioned you don't want to fight a friend again. You sort of talked about that post-fight. Um, are you and Habib friends at all? Like, you have the same manager. I don't know if you trained at all. I have no more friends in this game. Okay, gotcha. Just, yeah, making sure. Other, you know, maybe some other weight classes, but not in this weight class. Justin, you said that uh, you want the uh, Ferguson-Habib winner, obviously, but that fight isn't even official yet. Do you think you could skip the line ahead of Tony? I haven't even heard that Tony's going to fight. So if Tony, uh, something, if an injury occurs, then absolutely. I want that fight. You said in the past that you're not a fan of taking fights short notice. You want the whole camp. In that situation, would you consider it? Probably not. Would, they, would you ever consider being a backup sometimes with hey guys to make weight and stuff like that? And it depends how much they're paying me. <laughs> were you surprised? It's you hard to train for something like that without actually having that task ahead of you. I need the task ahead of me. I need to face that fear every single day. You think, were you surprised if you expected to fight in that quickly? Uh, yeah, I was very. I'm always surprised. I was. I've been very surprised the last three fights. So as, like I said in there, I go in there and I, I'm not sure if I'm good enough. You know, I I question that over and you know I don't question it, but it's it's in the back of my head. Like, are you good enough? Do you belong here? You know, I'm. 
you can sit there and, and pump yourself up with false confidence, but that gets you nowhere. You said before the uh, Barboza fight that you'd like to fight Poirier again. He tweeted out that he'd be willing to do the rematch after this. Is that of any interest? I would be really, really happy to fight a winner of the fight. You know, I don't own that, so no. Justin, just a couple here. He got his shot. My uh, turn. You were kind of dismissive of your friendship with Cerrone prior to the fight. You were really focused on him as an opponent. Afterwards, you kind of talked about not wanting to do that again. How did it feel to actually be in the octagon with him? After Felt the same as every other fight. Like I told, like I said yesterday, he wasn't going to see a familiar or a friendly face in there. That's not what I come here for. I come here, it, you know, the fact that he signed the contract, I wish that didn't happen. The fact that he signed the contract means he wants to take something from me. And so I can't let that happen. And then after the fight, uh, very sweet moment. I think it's going to go down in history. He talks to the mic. He praises you up. Uh, what did it mean to get that sort of nod from Donald post-fight? Oh, man. It's, it's great, man. I've been watching. I'm a fan of MMA. I've been watching this for a very long time. He's been around for a very long time. You know, most wins, most finishes, most bonuses. He is a 1,000% sure in for, to be a Hall of Famer. So, yeah, to get that kind of credit means a lot. Another bonus for you tonight, uh, seven and six. Uh, is, this, is the goal to keep this streak going for you? Know, I, I'd fight for money, baby. So, yeah, I would say so. And then, of course, when you win, the I know you want the title shot, but everyone's tweets out Connor that that's a fight they'd like to see. Is he on your register at all? Or your radar? As far as I know, he's retired. He is in the ranking, so, I mean, either, he either fights or he gets out. I mean, that's, that's how I see it. I absolutely would love to fight him. Who deserves the next title shot? Tony Ferguson. Who do you think wins that fight between him and Khabib? Khabib Nurmagomedov. <laughs> Who wins the fight between you and Khabib? No idea. <laughs> I don't know. You sort of I'd be, uh, you know, he probably beats me if you put it on paper, but, man, I hit so hard and I kick so hard and I'm so, so athletic. Um, I won't try and... You know the way you stop the way you stop a takedown in wrestling is to meet force with force. You don't try to go away. You know once you're on the I won't touch the cage. You know if he's going to take me down, it's going to be in the middle, and he's going to get his leg kicked a few times before he even gets a shot off. You uh, talked about your post-fight celebration tonight uh, in the octagon. Uh, would you like to see the UFC legalize marijuana? Oh wow! Did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mean, I. I quit way before I'm supposed to because it's a sacrifice. If I'm in there and I'm deep, you made a couple sacrifices, and that's a big one for me. I am still Kenny, I'm going to try to, yep, absolutely. <laughs> if you guys would let me go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn, that DJ made my day.